Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pesanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size. Today we are going to be discussing Season 4, Episode 17. It's about trust. Yep. And it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and apologizing. I don't know if I trust that I'm going to make it to the end of this. No. No. It is torturous. Yeah. And I feel like we owe everyone a small apology. Um, we do. And yeah. I will start by saying that my life is an adrena-level nightmare right now. So um, it's been harder to find time to record because I can barely function. Um, so we are going to be coming at you probably a little spor- sporadically, but I-, I don't think we'll take another month off. Like, we're recording no. today. Uh, um, I think we may be recording a few days from now. We're definitely recording next weekend. So it'll... I don't want to commit to weekly, yeah. but it'll be better. <laughs> I promise. I think this was just our... We needed a little break. It was a podcast low point. Yeah. Since I got back from my trip, I've been just sort of a garbage person. Yeah. So I think we're mutually garbagey and we're terribly sorry, but it feels good to be back, except that we're still watching the hills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do some house cleaning or? Um, Yeah, I have a little Twitter stuff. I did none of my homework. I did not look up the SVE pictures of Spencer. (laughs) I got to do shit, you guys. Like nothing. I'm amazed you still remember that's what it was. Did not do a goddamn thing. Because again, like Sheena level nightmare. I mean, uh, Audrina level. Ooh, oh (laughs) my God. (laughs) Actually. That is probably more appropriate. It is kind of a Sheena level nightmare. Um, <laughs> and the reason I had Sheena in my head is because I'm at Twitter right now. And, and way back on September 4th, uh, Heather tweeted us, Bloom Cookie, um, asking if Sheena from Vanderpump Rules helps Heidi decorate her walls because she's got big pictures of herself. 100%. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. And I wonder if it's the same issue because like in interviews, Sheena has said the reason they did that is because they couldn't use licensed art on the walls, like it was a license, it would have had to be blurred. So it was easier for production to use, you know, whatever. So I wonder if that was a similar thing. Or with just this. take your art down. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, note to Sheena, don't replace it with a giant cardboard blow up of you and your husband at your wedding. How about that? <laughs> um, and Lee sent us a very nice text saying that she was catching up on episodes and laughed really hard at Audrina being called a human helium balloon and that Dino is probably one of the key grips. So, <laughs> um, and then Lee very nicely sent us a clip of Stephanie Pratt's new face and accent, which was... Yes mind-blowing. I, yeah. I mean, she looks pretty, but she, I would not, like, if I saw her in the street, I would be like, I would not know that was Stephanie. She took her face to the next level. There's something very, very tight happening. She has a new boyfriend as well. Um, and I, I need to pick up Made in Chelsea. I think it I might know. feel, it might fill a fun void for me. Well, you're the one that told me not to. I did? Yeah. You said you thought it was, I thought you told me it was boring. I did? Yeah. Oh. This was a while ago. Like, a long time ago. Well, the season that I watched, when people say it's the British Hills, I think that's being kind. So the season I watched was kind of boring. But I'm guessing they've ramped it up now because it's on, like, season 15 or something. Well, yeah. And we could probably jump in kind of late. Maybe I'm, grab, I'm just like, in it for season. Stephanie. Yeah. Well, has she been on it from the get-go? No. Oh, we can just start watching from her season then. She's been on it for a while, though. Mm. I did watch... Well, that clip that Lee sent, that is a typical Made in Chelsea scene. Just, like, two people sitting and kind of talking about nothing. We see that a lot, too. But, like, I, it's not like Jersey Shore. You're not going to get 
you know, rowdy yelling or even a you did this. I don't think they do that on Made in Chelsea. Oh, I'll have to check it out and see. Yeah, why not? Um, And then uh, Heather wrote and said that she's watching the episode that we're talking about today so that she could be prepared when we finally release a new episode. Woo! Let's see. Heather and I had a bunch of back and forth that I won't bore all of you listeners with. And I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I've also been very quiet on social media, so that's part of my garbage person-ness for the past month. Yeah. Um, my only bit of house cleaning, and it's not really house cleaning, but I needed to order some new makeup because I was running frighteningly low on a few things. And a friend convinced me to try some Glossier products. Uh-huh, and? I really like them. So now I have a little bit of the hills with me every single day. What She just came out with something new that showed up because I like, like Glossier on Facebook and it came like, it's, and it sounded intriguing and I can't, I wish I could for life me remember what it was, but it was like a, some hot new product that Glossier just released. They're releasing stuff all the time. And it's, if you're a person who likes more simple, fast, kind of light to the touch makeup, I'm, I'm a fan. Now, do we think, who do we think is currently worth more money? Emily or Lauren? Lauren. Really? You don't think Glossier is raking it in? I think it, I think she has the earning potential, but Elsie and Coles and all that stuff yeah, has been Yeah, that's forever. true. That's true. That's true. And Lauren's been on TV since she was 17. Yeah, true that. Yeah. But it could get interesting when you put Glossier against other members of the Hills, like Audrina or Heidi. Oh, she for sure is doing better than Audrina and Heidi. I would think so. For sure. Yeah. Low, too, I would imagine. Oh, poor Low. Speaking of, she went through a breakup when? In, like, March or something like that? I think so. Yeah, she seems sad still. She went to Iceland by herself, I think. Just palled around. <laughs> Which is not a bad place to go, I suppose, but... What did she do for money? She invented all those, uh... Products for the ladies. I'm going to ask you again. What does she do for money? <laughs> like, know. do you think her Cherokee hair tampons are just flying off the shelves? I don't, like... <laughs> not buying it low. Well, she does Sorry. do um, her blog, and she has advertisers. I don't know if Lady Lovin' does. I don't remember. Well, because um, Heather's theory, and mine too, is the reason... Oh, because we were supposed to go see... Um, Lady Lovin' the podcast and it yeah. got canceled is that you and I and Jill and her were the only ones that bought tickets. And that's Probably. why it was canceled. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, we tried. We did try. I don't know what she does. Anyway, should we dive into this? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> way to be excited. So, um, we had a little like preamble stuff with the he and she Pratt, of course, bickering about nothing. Yeah. Um, and then a flashback to Audrina and Justin Bobby fighting um, about the fact that Justin Bobby did not hook up with Lauren and that Justin Bobby looks super hot in that scene. Yeah. And it they caused, were fighting about the hot part. It caused big damage to Audrina and Justin's relationship and even bigger damage to Audrina's and mine. Yeah. Ooh. Which <laughs> doesn't seem to be true. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, we open, and we are at the castle. It's mm-hmm. also been so long since we last recorded, I couldn't remember any of our nicknames for their houses. Oh, I did. do you remember them all? I no? They came yeah. to me, but I stumbled over several. 
Um, my favorite part is that when Lo <laughs> walks into um, Lauren's bedroom, she looked like she came straight from the set of like a 90s movie about sexy vampires. Um, <laughs> I have a note. <laughs> okay. I know a long time ago on Twitter, it was the New Year's Eve episode where Lo has that horrible tall hairdo. Mm-hmm. And I shared that photo comparing her to Cinderella's stepmother. Uh-huh. That's exactly what she looked like. Again, she had a frilly turtleneck up to her chin on. Well, no, it wasn't a turtleneck. It was like, it was like an outfit from like Dynasty or <laughs> Falcon Crest. Yeah. It was like, like a turned up <laughs> blue silk collar that came yeah. out of her ears with like a plunging V neckline. Yeah. Like she looked like she came from like some sec, like the movie Once Bitten, which came out in the eighties <laughs> about this sexy lady vampire. Like that's what she looked like. And to make things even creepier, Lauren has one of those headless mannequins in her room. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yes. It looked like a horror movie for a solid three minutes. Like a dress dummy? Yes. Well, I guess she's making clothes. Or she's like planning her outfits and putting them on a dummy her size. That sounds rough, all right. Yeah. That's very Cher Horowitz of her. I know. But still looked creepy. Yeah. Between the top and the mannequin. So that said, I was so distracted by these things, I didn't really pick up on a lot of the dialogue in this scene. Um, I can fill you in. Lauren's upset about Audrina. Yep. Great. Uh-huh. And Lowe says, what would it take for you to forgive her? And Lauren says, for her to actually be sorry. I don't disagree with Lauren on that. I mean... <sighs> yeah, Lauren's blowing it out of proportion, as is everyone. As is Audrina. As yeah. is, we will soon find out, because this is nothing. Yeah. Yep. Like, nothing. Yeah. But we got to see Lo in that outfit. Oh so. my god. Like, I just want to see more of that. Like, I mean, was she on her way? I, was she about to... It was almost like the the witch in Return to Oz, the one who changes heads. I've never seen Return to Oz. Oh, shit. Never seen... Although, I did just see a BuzzFeed article or something that was, like, top 15 scariest childhood movie things oh. that traumatized through forever, and someone said when the witch took her head off in the Return she to Oz... She has a hallway of heads... And she just changes them. Oh my god, like that sounds outfit. like the best thing ever. I want to be able to do that. How is that scary? It, because when you're like six years old, it's creepy that oh. someone has a hallway of heads and they smile and talk and open their eyes and whatnot. I'm into it. I want a hallway of heads. <laughs> Hold on, now I have to show you to complete it. <laughs> See, she's carrying a head before she puts it on. Oh yeah, similar, but there's not enough like... It doesn't go up to the neck, actually. I mean, it looks like something that Joan Crawford would have worn to address PepsiCo. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> like, I don't, it's, I, I don't know. It was, like, was she auditioning for a soap opera that day? Like, it was just weird. I don't know. It was weird. She does that. She has a, she has an old lady flair. Sexy old lady flair. Yeah. Yeah. And hang on to old lady, because we'll get there later oh, in the episode. Oh, yes, we will. Okay, so then we go to Epic Records, and Audrina's talking to Kiara about her painful conversation with Lauren at, what was that bar? Winston's. Mm -hmm. And what I found interesting about this is Audrina says, I went to Winston's. Lauren was there with Lo. And Kiara says, did you talk to her? Didn't they have plans to meet at Winston's? Her and Kiara? No, her and Lauren. Oh, yeah. 100%. 
Because this is, like, this whole episode just goes to show how, like, fucked up fake this is. Because the other part of this conversation, like, yes, they went there to talk, whatever. The other part of this is that Ardrina then, apropos of nothing, tells Kiara, oh, it didn't happen. I now know it didn't happen. What's changed, Ardrina? Nothing. Nothing has changed. Not a goddamn thing. So how come all of a sudden you think it didn't happen? Yeah. Kiara says, do you think it happened? And Audrina says, no. And Kiara says, does that make you feel better? And she says, kind of, but it cost me my friendship with Lauren, so no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't, what the fuck? Like, I mean, nothing has changed. Where we left off was, you're way worse than Heidi. Yeah. Yeah. So what we've learned from this is that... I think she talked to Justin after that night at Winston's, but that's just another aside. Oh, no. I just think that um, Audrina is a dum-dum, and she's easy to gaslight. So if you throw it back at her enough, she's going to cave. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean... But, I mean, how do you go from a screeching psycho banshee of you cheated, I know something, blah, blah, to like, oh, it it didn't happen? Yeah. (laughs) I do, what? Because the producers made her. <laughs> and I also liked that she said it wasn't a conversation. It was a scream fest. You mean it was a fight? Just say it was a fight. Yeah. And she's never had a conversation with anyone like that ever. Sure you have. With Lauren before, when you were moving out of the house. Like, people yelled at you before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you helped Lauren yell at Heidi at Ledoux. When they, you had the party at Lauren's house and everyone stayed outside and you ignored Lauren. I mean, like, you, this has happened to you before, Audrina. Like, many, many, many times. Many, many times. Yeah. Yeah. So, then we go to the Shepret lair. That mm-hmm. was the one I really had to dig deep for. Yeah. We haven't been there in a while. So, I noticed Spencer goes to visit Stephanie at her apartment, her condo, excuse me. And he walks in, and I notice that there are products all over... Toiletries. Yeah, toiletries. All over her kitchen, kind of like bar, backsplash, railing thing along the hallway. Well, yeah, because if you go in, it's weird. You walk in the apartment, and then to the left, there's like a cutout... To the kitchen. To the kitchen that's L-shaped. Yeah. And on both parts of the railing on the cut, like just covered in... Yeah. Like, she does her makeup and stuff in the kitchen. Yeah. So Spencer walks in and says, you've got this place really janky decor-wise. <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah. Not wrong. It looked like she had hairspray and all kinds of stuff in there. Yeah, little thing Q-tips. Yeah. Oh, why? I don't know. Is it I didn't st- see a big mirror in her kitchen. Is it a studio and we didn't know that? No, because Spencer was sleeping bedroom. on the couch. It's a... No, I think it's a one-bedroom because Spencer was sleeping on the couch. No, but remember when they fought over why he was on the couch? Because he said, I don't think you need a room as a closet or something like that. Oh. Wasn't that one of their arguments? Sure. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she treats her kitchen like a bathroom. So Spencer tells Stephanie that he and Heidi are going to visit Nana, Spencer's Nana. Yep. In Huntington Beach. And Heidi thought Spencer should invite Stephanie. Stephanie said, well, if you guys went on the weekends, I could go with you. But you always go during the week. And I have school and work. And sidebar, what work? Yeah. 
<laughs> I wrote that down. And we also know that she's not in school. She said she goes to school three times a week. No, no, no. But we know in real life that she was not a student there. Remember? We confirmed she was. No, we confirmed she wasn't. Uh, I thought we confirmed she was. No, I thought we confirmed she was not. I, because we found that article about someone who used to see her on campus more than they saw Lauren. She at least did it like a year. I don't know. Because I thought we found the other article that said like she only showed up on filming days and she wasn't like... Either way. I so great. It's school three days. She's not working. Where are you working? I don't know. You're not working. She's not working. <laughs> this is what happens when we take four weeks off. We yeah. can't remember anything. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not and that it even matters. No, it, it doesn't. really doesn't. No. Um, and Spencer did drop the line, what kind of person doesn't check in with Nana? I also enjoyed... <laughs> Stephanie said, I'm not sure I want to go and listen to you lie about how great you are. <laughs> True that. <laughs> yep. And then Spencer ends a conversation by saying, I just think you should make peace with our Nana. Make peace? Well, I also don't get why they're acting like Huntington Beach is in San Francisco. I don't... It's not that far from L.A. I don't understand why they're acting as someone can have an active feud with their Nana. You can have a passive-aggressive relationship with your Nana, but you can't have a war with your Nana. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So then we go to the castle, and Lauren and Brody are hanging by the pool, and I got incredible deja vu. Didn't we have this moment with them a few episodes ago where Lauren's poolside, Brody's in the water? Um, we've had a couple Lauren Brody poolside moments. My favorite part of this particular one, though, is that Brody was annoyed that the pool heater wasn't on. Yeah. I, I just feel like we've seen this several times with them. And again, Brody has this incredible hatred for Audrina. So he's saying that Audrina is not the kind of person that Lauren should have in her life. And Lauren says, it's, it's all lame. It feels like a lose-lose. And Brody says, I think it's a win-win. And then they have a debate about when Audrina changed and if everybody changes. And Brody says, I think it's time you let her go as a friend. Lauren says, I already have. And Brody says, no, you haven't. What? I, I don't know. It's nonsensical. And I also don't understand where this extreme, like for a while now, Brody's been like real anti-Audrina and yeah. I can't figure out what, do you think he tried to fuck her and she said no? Well, let's not, she's not saying no. I don't know. Is it something Justin Bobby related? Like, is he? Well, no, because I think the boys are all still down with Justin Bobby. So like, why are they? No, but are they defending Justin Bobby by hating Audrina is more what I meant. I don't think so. Cause Justin doesn't hate her. I don't, I have no idea. And I think it's a plot line in a later season that Brody hooks up with Audrina. That tracks. Yeah. Because it's one of his later girlfriends, Cora, Jade, one of those, who thinks... Amethyst. Yeah. <laughs> Turquoise. Yeah. Who, Sapphire. Yeah, who thinks that Brody cheated with Audrina. So, oh. there you go. It all doesn't matter. We should just rename this episode. It all doesn't matter. So then we go to the fortress. And Audrina is hanging out with her only friend, her sister. Yep. Casey. <laughs> Who is reading what? Oh my God, you guys. So I, <laughs> fuck this noise. So she's sitting down reading a magazine that clearly says 
bedrooms across the top. Like where it would say Mademoiselle or it's Parents the, Magazine or it's the header of the magazine. It's a, the masthead of yeah. the magazine. And so she's reading and she says, oh, I'm reading this this magazine and it's called Most Romantic Rooms. Well, no, it's not because you're full of fucking shit. I can see the cover of the magazine. And then Audrina kind of looks at her like with her dumb helium balloon head, eyes at the ceiling, kind of like, Bleh. And she goes, well, but not bedrooms. It's not bedrooms. It's just rooms. And I, it is, but it says it on the fucking cover of the fucking magazine. <laughs> I don't get what. And, was she... and who puts out a magazine called Bedrooms? <laughs> Where does one even find a copy of Bedrooms? Home goods? I don't know. But then I don't understand why she was tiptoeing around the fact that they might have been romantic bedrooms. Like it was rubbing salt in Audrina's Justin wound. And then when she said not bedrooms because she was trying not to make Audrina feel bad. I don't I didn't understand any of it. And is a romantic living room less of a knife in the heart than a romantic bedroom? If you're like despondent over your lost fake love. It's all the same. <laughs> I don't know. And what most romantic, like, romantic bathrooms? Like, what other romantic rooms would be in most romantic rooms magazine? <laughs> Look at how romantic my laundry room is. Yeah. Don't you love my romantic mudroom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot, cannot. Admire the potpourri bowls. <laughs> uh, so then again, we talk about Justin. And I will at least give Casey her insight. She brings that to the show. Oh, she's always an oracle. Yes. Like, she's, yes. like, a bringer of wisdom. We need her desperately. Yeah. So, she says to Audrina about Justin, he likes to see you hurt. Not sure I would agree with that, but that's a very supportive and not inaccurate thing for a sister to say. Correct. So, then Audrina says that Justin's manipulating her. By turning this whole Lauren-Justin rumor back on Audrina. I don't think that's what's happening. No, I don't either. I think he's so offended by all the horrible things she said, he doesn't want to talk to her. Yeah. I don't think that's manipulative. I think he's just avoiding her. I mean, I think that what we're missing here, because we didn't get to see the texts, we just got to hear them, is that Audrina completely went batshit crazy for no reason over these rumors, probably drunk, and sent a shit ton of vile messages. We've we, all been there and we've all done that. And we found out Justin's phone was dead at the time. Yeah. So they all came through at once and it was just like, well, the fuck. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I, and I think, unfortunately, Casey is only hearing Audrina's side. So she's basing her conclusion on that. Yeah. She's still not totally agreeing with Audrina, though, because... Audrina asks her sister, do you think I should apologize to Lauren? And Casey makes a face and Audrina says, oh, you do. And Casey agrees. Yeah. But then Casey says something along the lines of you and Lauren, Lauren won't move on from this until you, she said, Lauren won't move on from this and accept you as, as the, the victim. victim until you apologize. How is Audrina the victim? If she doesn't think it happened, as she just said to Kiara, how is she the victim? And where does Keith Grip Dino factor into all this? I don't like, know. Still, no one has talked to him. If she is a victim, it's because this Dino person is making up lies out of thin air. Yeah. Like, we're still, there's been no blowback onto him. But also, the rumor wasn't about her. 
The rumor wasn't that Audrina smells and now the whole world knows. She's not the victim. Well, she was, I mean, she was affected by it. Theoretically, though, if, if it was true, um, I mean, I could see her. I mean, she was the victim and her alleged good friend and her boyfriend banged behind her back. Like, that's pretty victim-y. Well, good friend and boyfriend are putting it very nicely. I, well, I'm trying to play along. Okay. <laughs> I think calling her the victim is a stretch. Yeah. And she really likes that word for this situation. Well, and I think what Casey meant was not victim, but if you want her, I think what she If you was want her to have to, sympathy for yeah, you. Yeah, if you want her to yeah. feel bad for you. Yes, I would agree with that too. But then we have to go see Nana. We do. And as someone who literally has Nana in their Twitter handle, you'd think I would have been more excited about this, but not so much. No. Their Nana doesn't wear a mink. No. Their Nana's fucking boring and has been, like, snowballed by Spencer. Is it just me or did she look older than 84, too? Spencer called her 84. She looked older than Oh, I thought she looked younger than 84. Okay. I would have said 70s if I just saw her, like, walking down the street. Okay. She seemed very frail. 84 is pretty fucking frail. Yeah, I guess so. All right, moving on. So, <laughs> basically, Spencer is using this whole opportunity to make himself look like the golden child and make Stephanie feel bad. I can't believe MTV agreed to this. I have no idea why they filmed this. I have Kudos no- to Spencer Pratt for managing to get his Nana, who probably got paid... To be on this show. Yeah. Like, apropos of nothing, yeah. like, it had nothing to do with any, like, yeah. good on you, Spence. Yeah. So, there are a few funny moments, though. Spencer knocks on the door and says, Queen Nana! <laughs> like, he's acting like a ten-year-old boy. Yeah. On purpose. So then, of course, they bring her flowers, and Spencer points out that they're only from Spencer and Heidi. <laughs> so, then he says, Nana, you remember Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. That was really good. <laughs> so then Heidi picks up this little frame that has two hearts in it. One is a childhood's picture of Spencer, <laughs> and one is a childhood picture of <laughs> Stephanie. And Heidi says, cutest little boy in the world. He is pretty cute. Yeah. And then Spencer says, you know, Nana, if you want, I can get you a new frame that just has one heart. <laughs> So I was so angry we had to go to Nana's, but it was really funny. And then straight out of the book of cliches, Nana offers everyone lemonade and cookies. And I got a little jealous. Also, Stephanie's dressed like she's going to a business dinner to go see her Nana. Yeah. She's wearing like a blazer and a ruffled blouse and like a pencil <laughs> skirt. Maybe she was at work. Maybe. <laughs> um... So then Spencer decides to tell Nana all stop laughing about it now all of the Hills drama. So he says that Stephanie went and decided to be best friends with this girl who's been mean to Heidi for a year. And Nana Nana ends the conversation by saying they should really stop fighting and Nana always wished that she had a brother to be protective of her. And I can't believe I have to quote Spencer Pratt's grandmother on this podcast. I just heard Nana is full of shit. <laughs> well, she has a really full of shit moment later again. So. Oh, no. I have a lot to say about that. A fucking lot to say about that. But, like, just, it was so stupid. She was literally being <laughs> snowballed by Spencer and buying into it. 
and being shitty to Steph. I mean, it, it's just gross. Like, the whole, ugh. <laughs> but I'm dead sober and crying, laughing over it, just talking <laughs> about it. I can get you a frame that just has one heart. <laughs> oh, God. So then we go to People's Revolution because we have to catch up with Whitney about what she and, excuse me, Jay are doing. And Lauren wants to know whether they just text or whether they talk and text. You know. Oh, they talk. They talk. They talk. Yeah. So that means they're like engaged to be married. Um, what almost had me laughing and peeing my pants <laughs> was when Whitney yeah. was like, "Oh, he sends you really cute things. Like he puts like an XO after everything he sends me. Like always. And sometimes XXX. And I'm like, I'm glad that you think that porno is like. <laughs> I, I don't think XXX means what you think, Whit. Like I don't think it's three hugs. I thought the X's were kisses. I thought O's were kisses because it's like making an O with your mouth. Oh, I don't know. I could be totally wrong, but... I kind of want to look it up. No, you can. Um, but Not that it matters. But X's either way, I still thought that she thought triple X was like adorable. And I'm like, I think he wants yeah, to Yeah, it was probably you. like C-U-C <laughs> XXX. Um... <laughs> So then they start talking about Audrina again. Oh, this is going to be too hard to... Okay, here we go. Oh, there's controversy. Oh, okay. What is the controversy? (laughs) There's controversy as to which letter X or O represents which action, hug or kiss. This according to Wikipedia. That's interesting. Oh, so I guess it can be either one. Okay. Well, that doesn't help me. But I always thought that O was kisses because your mouth makes an O shape when you kiss, and that X was hugs because you cross your arms over each other to hug someone. See, I took that the opposite. X was, like, further, so it was, like, X-rated, and O was, like, hugging someone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... Okay. Are X's kisses or hugs? Okay. One alternate theory that has gained a little traction over the years is that the above theories on the X's and O's are all wrong, and it is the X that means hugs, mimicking two people embracing, and the O appears to be a mouth puckered for a kiss. Hence why it's hugs and kisses. But that's a new theory. Well, it's always been my theory. Okay. Well, TBD, guys. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Not at all the point of the scene. Uh, so they talk, they talk about Audrina again, and Lauren says she got a text from Audrina that Audrina wants to meet her, and Lauren really, really, really doesn't want to go. And then Whitney is like, well, but what if it's that she has something new to say, and maybe she really needs you? And I'm like, they're not friends! I don't know. Both of their makeup looks really good, though. Yeah, they both look pretty. What did you think of Lauren's little gold bow headband? Oh, I didn't even notice it. Yeah, it was buried behind a lot of bangs, so I wondered what the point of wearing it was. But she's doing that thing now where she does down bangs, headband, low pony. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute, but I don't know. The makeup was better. So then we go to Santa Monica. God damn it, Nana. (laughs) With Nana, who is dressed like Gilligan. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. Like if... Lou LaRue had a Gilligan <laughs> collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephanie is wearing a red leather jacket and Nana is wearing floral short sleeves. 
So we have the LA weather problem yep. again. Always. We'll never understand. Well, old people are usually cold. Nana's wearing short sleeves. But she's wearing a jacket over a shirt. I thought Stephanie had the jacket on. No, Nana had that brightly colored white jacket and a red blouse underneath because I thought uh, it was the same blouse she was wearing when they were at the house. Okay, but in the scene where she has her elbow on the bench, you could see her elbow. Her jacket wasn't on. I know, it was a shorts jacket. Like an oh, old lady, I, it was like a, a short, short sleeve yeah. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So her elbows were bare. Yes, and she and was she's wearing a jacket. <laughs> yep. Well, Stephanie's wearing a red leather jacket to go visit her grandmother, so there's that, too. Although, at least she looks more like herself, and it isn't dressed for a business dinner. That's fair enough, yeah. So, I take that back. So, Stephanie said she would like to hang out with Nana more, except that when Nana comes to town, that's what she says, uh-huh. when you come to town, I'm just never included. Never invited, She even. says included, and Nana says, well, you know that's not that's up, up to me. me. And I wrote, fuck you, Nana, in all caps. It's, if your grand, like, <laughs> he's your grandson. You say, I'm sorry, but your sister needs to come. Like, I want to see all my grandchildren. You're the matriarch. Like, why are you letting your pissy, like, snotty gr- grandson dictate who you get to see? Like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. So then Stephanie admits that it's hard for her to keep up in the family because Spencer is always the star. And by star, I'm sure she means manipulator. And then Nana (laughs) says the most nonsensical thing an old person has ever said in the history of old people. And was, I've never seen Forrest Gump, but was this line in Forrest Gump? Because it seems like it should be. No. She says, life is a bucket of worms and you don't know what to do with them. What the fuck, Nana? Did you have a stroke? Did you just stroke out right here in the middle of Santa Monica? Because... (laughs) What? That, what does that mean? I don't know, but I wrote it down and I can't figure it out. Life is a bucket of worms and you don't know what to do with them. What? I, I'd throw them in the ground. Go fishing. I think I finally know what to put in my Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my face hurts. <laughs> So the other thing that I thought was really interesting is that Stephanie is also trying to play a long game with Nana about, <laughs> I can't talk about this, getting Nana to like Spencer less. And she says, you know, I think if you really knew Spencer, you wouldn't like him as much. And Nana says, well, it's just as well. I don't know him yeah. more than. Basically, she's like, I don't want to. <laughs> I like the brown, nosy, suck up version that I have before me. And I do not want to bite into that apple. God, so good. And where are the parents? I also want to know if this is Nana Pratt or Nana, if it's whose mother it is, fathers or mothers. I don't know. We could look it up. Let's not kid ourselves. We're not actually going to look that up. Oh, I. I oh, no, I you will. will. You will. <laughs> um, but like, because I would be curious to know where the parents are in all of this. I. They're probably thinking that their kids are terrible, horrible human beings. They want nothing to do with it. We should look up and see if Nana's still alive. I feel like if Spencer and Heidi lost Nana, we would have read about it. Oh, you know what I forgot to talk about that I think has happened? Has Hummingbirds and Crystals happened since 
We last recorded? I think so. Okay, um, for those, I, I, forgive me if this was mentioned last time we recorded, but um, Spencer has a Facebook group that you guys called um, Crystals and Hummers, I believe. And every time I see it, I think it means like a blow, like a blowjob. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty great, and he talks about it all the time, and I bet if I asked him in the group um, if Nana was still alive, he would tell me. He also claimed to be down for guesting on the podcast, but we have to figure out how to do that. He said that to you? Uh, my friend Rachel was like... I saw that. Yeah, and he was like, definitely I'm down, but I haven't contacted him because we haven't recorded, and I don't know how... To, I mean, I guess we could just hold the phone on speaker up to the microphone. Um, we would figure it out. Yeah, we would figure it out. But I also didn't want to respond until we were together because I was afraid if I responded, and he was like, yes, I could do it right now. And I'd be like, ah... Um, but either way, you guys should go join his Facebook group because it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, either way, it would have to be a special episode. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know what I would want to say to Spencer or ask him. I have a lot. <laughs> like, a lot. I'll just be your sound editor. You guys can just talk. <laughs> but either way, join the Facebook group. It's pretty funny. Um, I at first thought people were trolling because of all the crystal stuff. Yeah. But I don't think they are. I think there are a lot of people that are real into crystals. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then we end this scene with Precious Nana by Stephanie saying she's going to steal some of Nana's time and they should start shopping together. Yep. That's not a bad idea to do with your grandmother. That's fine. It's not. And in my world when I was young, I mean very young, I don't mean like an adult like Stephanie, but shopping with grandma meant grandma buying you things. Yeah. 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 So in our final scene, we go to Bond Street and Lauren meets Audrina for drinks, I guess. But we don't see them drink or eat anything, so who knows. No, Audrina was looking at a menu. It was also really confusing because it... <clears throat> when they first showed the shot of Audrina in the restaurant by herself, when Lauren was pulling up, it looked like she was at a table. Yeah. Not a table at a bar, but like a restaurant table. Yeah. And it was lit kind of brightish, and there was some wood and white. And then Lauren shows up, and she's at, like, the lounge at the front of the restaurant in a completely different setting, so it was weird. Yeah. I wonder if, like, the lighting was wrong or something, and they were like, we originally were going to film here, and now we're going to move it to the front. But... Probably. Uh, Audrina's also dressed like a real housewife of Dallas. Yeah, yeah, she is. O-M-G. So we have a ruffle. Deep V down between the breasts. White with a necklace dangling in between her boobs. And then later, when she gets up, you see that the top is tucked in to flared jeans with a big old belt and a big old buckle. Yep. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. And Lauren looks great. Oh, she looked beautiful. She's wearing a razorback, like, silk top with a pretty necklace and a swingy skirt. It's like they're... Audrina's going to a rodeo, and Lauren is... I don't know. I don't know where Lauren's going, but she looks really good. Um, Lauren is going nowhere fast, the same as this conversation. Um, yeah. So, basically, Lauren... The, it's not really a conversation. Lauren lectures Audrina, in a way, about why she was so upset. And it actually does make sense from Lauren's perspective. Her whole argument is that she's watched Audrina go back to Justin time and time again after being hurt time and time again. 
And she said, you couldn't give me the same level of trust and the same benefit of the doubt that I've seen you give Justin so many times. And I've never given you reason not to give me that. Which is fair. Yeah, totally. So then Audrina's, I think this is Audrina's like get out of jail free card because she's realized she made a bigger mistake than she thought she was making. She starts crying and she says she's lost who she is. And all is forgiven. Yep. Like when you don't know how to say you're sorry and just kind of own the fact that you made a mistake, just start crying. That's kind of what it felt like. But I also, I didn't get, I mean, Lauren all of a sudden is like, mm, everything's fine. Yeah. We see them. She gives her a big hug on the way out. I'm yep. like, what the fuck? Lauren gets her car from valet. They hug. And she says, so maybe a drink next week. And they say, sounds good. I also want to know how Lauren got her car from valet because it was pulling up as she was walking out the door of the restaurant. You can text sometimes. Ten years ago? Well, I was going to say it would have been pretty advanced back then, but a producer went to get it for yeah, her. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. how it ended. Um, so then we get scenes from the next, because I just wrote Bond Street, I don't care, in giant letters. That was my <laughs> note about their conversation. Um... <laughs> Next week, we get Kelly Catrone returning with a little Diane von Furstenberg. Yeah. Um, which is a maze. And then we get the sheep rat getting back together with Cameron and Spencer, of course, thinking that he's not good enough for his sister, whom he hates. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. Oh, one other thing about the Bond Street conversation when Audrina was playing her get out of jail free card. Sorry to regress. She said, without Justin, I'm happier. So let's just process that, because I feel like that'll be an important takeaway for a few episodes from now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys, and thanks for um, bearing with us during this troubling time. We hope we haven't lost all of you, by yes, the way. Yes, but, uh, but we will continue to bring you new episodes as best we can, and uh, hopefully it will be on a little bit more of a regular basis. Not weekly, but... Um, I think so. Much better than it has been. Yes. See you next time. <laughs> And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Frankly Mayor B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mayor B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time.